Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Slasher Radio. We is back. Mikey Bone, dismay. Hold on, dismay. Molsack. Um, a lot's going on. I'm so like we just got done doing a couple of things, and I'm just I've had enough of Mikey Bones. Yeah, yeah, it's been a fucking long. With dismay. Anybody need a podcast host? I'm selling one. Yeah, okay. Selling. <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing nothing. Anyway, hope everybody, uh, everybody's doing good. Thank you for coming back and listening in. We got, uh, we got another one. We got another oh, yeah. one. Another big one. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Come on. Whoa. Stop. Sorry. Why do you, why do you gotta I do just, that? I got really excited. You know what you're doing. Yeah, I got excited. Know what you're doing. Stop it. A big episode. It's a big episode. Hey, we have Javier Botet. He is playing Slenderman in the mm-hmm. first full length first full length film of this character that we've heard so much about. Yeah, yeah. He um and on top of that, he's done a lot of work in the genre, so it was good to hear from him. It Yep. Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2. He's in the It remake. He was. He's going to be in the new It coming out next year. Um, he's playing Slenderman. Fucking Javier's got a lot going on, man. He sure does. And we caught him right in the thick of it. Yep. But before we get to all that, hold your horses, Dismay. Stop it. You got <laughs> you no sense. It. You act like you ain't got no sense. <laughs> we got Let's shout get outs. get out to the shout outs. Shout Okay, here we go. Ready? We got 12 What the fuck uh, are you doing? I mean, 12 Nights said he wanted me to do it, remember? No, we, no, no. Th- we, we figured all this out. Well, he said he you liked it You made an ass of yourself when you defu- the few <laughs> times you tried it, and it's done. You okay. tried it again recently, made an ass out of yourself. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and pull your... Um, Google Doc up. I don't need and it. So you can read it off. <coughs> because you forgot them last time. I forgot to mention to folks that you uh, forgot the shout outs. I don't, I don't last need time. It. I don't need it. So. I don't okay. need it. I okay. don't want it. I don't Okay, I don't. let's hear it. Yeah, so you can go to 12nightsofhorror.com, promotehorror.com, horrormoviesandstuff.com, check all them out. Reliable sources. No bullshit. None of that clip bait crap. And, um,. Yeah, you can also listen to Slasher Radio on 12nightsofhorror.com and promotehorror.com. So you can get your multitask on. You can do all that. And we will do all this. We got Slender Man this week. We got into a lot of It talk. Mm-hmm. More than expected, but always welcomed. Right. And he's like, he's, um, he loves the genre, too. So it's good to hear, you know, we do have a lot of people that we've had on that actually don't like horror movies so it was good to have somebody that enjoys it and respects it and um you know just loves getting in getting their hands dirty in the genre 
Yeah, especially on his end, man. Getting your hands dirty. You got to sit in a in a makeup chair for God knows how long. Right. Just hours. And he plays hours. a lot of like paranormal type characters, so you know it's it's got to be rough um, to prepare for something like that. So yeah, he's done a lot of roles like that, and it was it was great because it's we haven't really had anybody on here that's done so many roles of the same you know um, I guess type. So it was great to have him on and hear his perspective on things. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, um, Slenderman, as everybody I'm sure knows, just came out August 10th. So we're coming out. We're coming at you. What the hell would today be? Uh, August 14th. August 14th. So only four days after the movie came out. So you done had your time. We told you about it. You had your time to check out the movie. Um... Dismay, what do you what do you think about Slender Man, the myth? Before we get into Javier. Um it's it's really it's I guess it's uh, mixed feelings, like, you know, um I've looked it up most recently to see the updates on the film and things like that, but um of course the internet always has a bad way to spin things um involved with anything horror, so um but I try not to you know, factor that in, but Slenderman itself, I think, as a character, is very intimidating and scary to think about. That something could influence a person in the in that way and take control. And so, uh, I I I think it'll be a good film, and I'm excited to see that. Hell yeah! And um, yeah, obviously, we're recording this, you know, before the movie came out. So, um, we yeah, we got to sit with Javier. That's another thing. Before the film came out. Gave us some good shit. Gave us some some real background stuff. And um, here we are dropping it after it comes out. So you guys might have already seen it. And, you know, you can, you can kind of nod to some of the things he was getting at. And, you know, maybe even find out some stuff he didn't know. Most likely. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, shit, I forgot what the, what the hell was I going to say. Dismay. What was I going to say? Mm-hmm. You were going to say that dismay is always right. I I wasn't gonna say that. Should we let everybody know something? What about the bet you lost? No. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. No, not yet. You gotta not do yet. it now. You gotta not do yet. it now. No, but, I don't want people to know yet. Ah, uh, come on. Come on. No. Come on. No, like it's, you just had your parade recently. Can we just like let it go for a little bit? And... Come on. <sighs> okay. Well, stay tuned for the outro. I'll let him. I'll let him talk about it during the outro. We'll we'll touch base on that. And that is now my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> we didn't even do it yet. So you gotta stay. <laughs> you gotta stay for the whole thing, though. Stay okay. for the whole thing. This is a good one. This yeah. is a good one. Mikey Bones has redeemed himself yet again. Yeah, I'm tired of it, but you know, I stick around because I like the listeners and I like our our guests, but I don't like my co-host. So I don't but, like you. you know, I'll say. I'll take the good with the bad, I guess. And so here we are, and you know we're bringing you another banging episode. Hell yeah! Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Um, uh, Victor Surge, the creator of Slenderman. Um, uh, Javier told us how involved he was, and it was extremely involved. And that's so good to hear. And we talked about it when we had on uh, Diane Franklin that authenticity that certain certain things just add and now we got that we got that with this movie so 
Well, I, I don't know. A lot of people might not have known that. I don't, I don't know if anybody knew that uh, before Javier kind of dropped it. But, um, yeah. So it's uh, the story of this character. First full feature movie for it told by the creator. So it's, you know, this is what he was supposed to be. Everybody always wondered. We got it. Now we know. Yeah. Yep, let's let's uh, give it to him. Let's let him hear it. Drop him like this may ball sack. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. Javier Botet, is this that correct? Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Yeah, great. Yes, it's well done. Okay, we have Javier. It's always, always a problem with the J. <laughs> you say always Javier, Javier, and it's Javier. Ah. But I know it's a problem of pronunciation, different language, no problem. Okay, well. I understand. Thank you for joining us, sir. Um, I mean, you've, oh, thank been, you. you've been in um, a bunch of projects from... Uh, uh, the Conjuring Two, Insidious, The Last mm. Key, It, and you know most recently Slender Man. Yep, it is. It's a nice uh, time. The last five, six years, I've been working a lot and well, living a, a happy dream. What intrigued uh, yes. you about the genre to do so many roles? Like, have you always been a fan of the horror genre? Uh, for me, it's uh, to to be part of this world of the the movies is is my happiness. Uh, I love cinema since I'm a child. I was always intrigued in in being part of uh, science fiction horror. Uh, I was since I I have uh, memories. I was always enjoying very much comics and and movies with creatures drawing non-stop drawing i was all my life uh drawing and and and, and always creature always uh, uh something that it's not uh, real i don't never like it to to draw uh, and copy the reality mm-hmm. i always loved uh, the new and different creatures i was always obsessed with uh, extraterrestrials and aliens and you know and whatever kind of uh, monsters or creatures so that's that's the point I love to be part of this world and and when I had a an option to start working in that uh, well I I was so happy so uh, well uh, the the, the the reason I've been playing all that uh, roles, it's because my my work start being enough uh, uh, special to make the people see see what I do, and all the FX guys, uh, all the FX prosthetic makeup guys, start calling me 
to work more and I think they are my best agents because when they have a new project with creatures they love to work with me and they uh, propose a production to speak with me so that's the reason I've been working a lot so last times uh, to be uh, working on that and in, in, in a big project like uh, it, like, you know, uh, Alien, like uh, Conjuring, uh, it's an amazing pleasure. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm uh, asking, if I answer it. Oh, yeah. De definitely. Yeah, okay. Definitely. And okay. you, you mentioned the, um, the effects artist and all that at, What's it like in that makeup chair? Because for your roles, you got to be you have a pretty good format for it by now. You got to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Well, the first thing I I should say is sorry for my English. Oh, that's fine. Uh, this is a a crap, but I'm doing what what I can. Oh, definitely. I'm because I'm. <laughs> it's 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 improving day by day. Uh, well, uh, answering to that. Um, yes, it's it's in one way is hard because it's a lot of time and you need to be a guy with a, a capacity to relax and focus in your thoughts because you need to st to stay uh, as still as you can to make uh, easier the work to the to the specialist uh, makeup artist. Uh, so anyway. I stay a lot of time with these guys and usually I try to have a nice time and we listen music, we try to make a lot of jokes and and make fun of of, of everything but uh, it's it's uh, quite uh, hard to 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 be all these hours. Usually I do like five hours to be ready uh the most of the time five or six sometimes i've been even eight hours Ooh. before start shooting and other time is less and well when you do like two or three hours you're so happy mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so and sometimes because i'm not always doing only creatures and, and monsters i'm doing too uh, as an actor comedy and drama but uh, in Spain because the the language you know uh, so in Spain I love to do comedy and other things and when I work without any makeup and um, it's like it's unbelievable <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird it's, it's like after all the the hard moments I I do with the makeup when I work without that, I, I can't believe that the people earn money uh, doing that. <laughs> you can do that getting like, out of bed. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's really like, wow, but it's it's so fun. It's easy. Nothing annoys me. It's, it's <laughs> like playing and that's all. And it's, it's unbelievable. But the fact is, uh, no matter how hard is the time you stay, uh, in the makeup, how hard it is to wear for a long time. Uh, sometimes you can't breathe, you can't see properly, you can't 
move very good. But when you see in the screen the results, when you see how nice used to be, uh, usually are the these creatures, the creatures that I always loved to see in the movies, everything worth, everything worth. Wow. So it's, it's what I love. And some of the characters you've played, like Slender Man and Crooked Man, are known for their unique stature and their features. And um, so, what's it like portraying these characters? Like, are you able to elaborate on and on bringing them to life as a character? Well, sometimes, like in Conjuring Two, for example, is uh, like a very tiny part, and you have maybe not much time to to think about it and. And there's a lot of steps in the creation. When the directors uh, or or production send you the script, you start making the first image in your mind and how you can up, uh, do that. But after you receive the designs, the artistic designs, it it gives you more clues, more tools to create. Because the the aspect uh, usually for us, the people that works in this kind of roles, uh, used to help or make harder uh, to to play. Because sometimes the it's so beautiful the design, but makes you can't move very very good in one way, or you know you can see very good, and that's all the information you need to start using to create what you can do uh, with the, the creature. So I love uh, when the creature is beautiful, but the most I love is when the, cre the, the, the makeup and the costume and everything gives me all the freedom I can to move and to create and to feel comfortable in, in the set. So for example, Slenderman was so complicated for me because uh, it's uh, very easy to wear was the design very easy to to be in there but to act was a uh, 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 you know very hard uh, uh, how to say uh, well was was uh, a lot of times I couldn't even see because mm -hmm. you know, Slender Man is a uh, white face, uh, right. and and sometimes we needed to rehearse and to feel everything very clear before they put the mask on me and start shooting. So I start uh, uh, acting and sometimes like a ninja of. Uh, uh, monsters, because <laughs> you need to feel more than seeing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like moving uh, as you feel, as you can touch. You can. You need to have faith in in what you have have reset, rehearse, it, and was in one way very special and very nice, but in other way was very complicated. I can imagine. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. And sometimes even for breathing, it's a problem because, uh, well, there are a lot of makeup that don't allow you to breathe 
by the nose uh. or maybe sometimes by the mouth you can breathe not very good and in, in a slender man sometimes was a tricky thing too but you know uh, a lot of people are around taking care but it was was weird it was so weird i bet because it, it's a lot of body language you know so on top yeah. of like being um you know with all of this stuff on and having trouble breathing you still have to you know match this body language of this role that you're playing so um, a lot of credit to you for that because i'm sure that's difficult to do yeah it's it's yes it's a a different language you need to to learn day by day and then for example in slenderman was a special too in this way because uh slenderman it's as you know for me it's a it's the concept of the fear i have learned in all these years working in in horror movies the the i always say always said that you don't need to show the creatures very much Mm -hmm. And you need to uh, give only uh, a little bit of the shape of the uh, to make the people feel something, but don't have all the information because mm -hmm. all the people needs to feel uh, the holes with his his own fears. Right. So, so that's the secret for me in a lot of movies not to give all the information. So I think uh, Slenderman is very that, very something like that, because his face is white. Yes, it's like it's somebody uh, in what, in who you can put uh, the one you fear. Mm -hmm. It's like a white paper that gives you a space to feel with your fears. So mm -hmm. in the personality, in the movements, of this role for me was the same. So I try not to do something very clear, something very... Uh, something distinct, clear. yeah. Yeah, something that makes you understand what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you can you have no information in his face about what is his uh, intentions. Mm -hmm. So I try not to give very much information about uh, about his intention in my movements. So the tricky way in these roles was to try to be uh, in a line of uh, not giving information, not giving a clue of what is the next step. Because I think this is very important part, part of the fear. I agree. Okay. And um, were you, uh, before you took on this role, uh, are you, were you aware of the myth or legend of Slenderman? Yes, uh, since the beginning. I, I don't know the year, but uh, uh, I did uh, funny pictures with friend mm -hmm. with a friend, and uh, we were costumed as Finn and Jake. Mm -hmm. You know the guys of Adventure Time. Yeah, the cartoon. So we've been doing that, and we share in internet these funny pictures, and somebody said, wow, this guy looks like Slenderman. It was a long time ago, like, if, you know, uh, eight years ago or, mm -hmm. or, or something like that. And 
So I start thinking about this name. I I check it, I Google it, and I realize who was Slenderman. And then, uh, you know, after 10 years, almost 10, 10, year, 10 years, knowing this role and thinking, if somebody makes a movie, I would be a perfect, uh, uh, I would be perfect for this role. So finally that, that happened. So it's it's nice. Yeah, and, and this is, I mean, you kind of jumped right into it. This this is the, as long as this has been around and so many theories and stories and it kind of gets mixed up, but this is the first feature length movie yeah. of this character. I've been, yes, I've been all this time looking uh, and Googling and, and being aware about if somebody do a movie because I thought it was going to be done. And and I saw a few movies uh, in the documentary and things, but very low cost, yeah. a little shorts. And and yes, finally that happened with Screen Hems, Hems with Sony, mm-hmm. a big movie. And they called me and, well, it was amazing. And, and I had mentioned the... The story took twists and turns here and there, and what he is and what he does, and if well, anyone who's listening to this now, the movie's out already, so you, you know they know. But uh, what would you, mm-hmm. if you could describe somebody to what your depiction of Slender Man is? How, what would you describe him as? I think as what I, what I said you before is like a white like a white paper place you can feel your with your own fears it's it's a ser selby of fear mm-hmm. for me it's like that it's the perfect fear okay yeah because i i've always been like I, I like reading different things about the character because you know his motives change here and there and it's just you never know what's gonna what you're gonna get out of him next yeah, yeah, that's it. It's uh, they uh, having having no control of anything. It's uh, uh, maybe I'm not understanding your 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 question, but you you're asking me how I feel it is. Oh no, what what he is, what the Slenderman character is, who he is inside. Uh, who he is inside? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I I met in the. In the filming, uh, Victor Surge, because he came. You know, Victor Surge is the creator, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the real creator of Slenderman. Uh-huh. He was in the in the set. He stayed some days there. Uh, a nice guy, and he was speaking to me about the origins when he was living in Japan and how the minimalism. Uh, was important in the creation and and he told me that yeah there's a lot of people speaking and creating and op- giving his opinion but the 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 origin was very much more simple it's it's like we speak about is the the something very general very easy to fear but uh, not very much information about what that's the the seed of the fear not having very much but the people needs to give a lot of inform a lot of explanation of everything 
and that's the reason a lot of people start uh, writing and giving his own vision. And that's good because that's the reason he's so popular as Slenderman because is now not only own of Victor Surge, it's own of everything, every or sea, everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody has owned uh, Slenderman. Everybody write and everything is good because it's what he did. He give a, a space to make everybody write and think and give his opinion. And I see. I I had seen that um, Victor Surge had a writer's credit, you know, listed for the movie. I didn't know he was, you know, involved with it. So that that's crazy. So you actually got the the origin from the creator and brought that to life. It, that that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He 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 signed it. Has a, a these movies in his uh, is approved, but he by him. Wow. So. He's is the 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 only one movie is the the biggest movie till the moment, but is the only one that has Victor uh, Church involved in the. Uh, I mean, he this didn't write, but mm-hmm. he didn't wrote, but but he accepted in his uh, uh, how to say like in Star Wars the his little realm. The run no, I don't know the word. When you accept in your mind a story, yeah, yeah, canon, you know, canon. Okay, yeah. The word canon when something is in the canon mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. So he accepted that as in his canon of the real Slenderman. And do you prefer taking on roles that are more? Like paranormal type entities like Slender Man and Mama versus a more human like villain like Leatherface or or Jason. Well, the beauty of the the roles are in the story, not in the in the role instead. Uh, so it doesn't matter if the story makes the the, the role it's it's interesting, it's beautiful, uh, but usually. Uh, a human creature, a human monster, uh, something created by the society, it's a kind of very, very scary because mm. it's more real, uh, looks like more real. But the fact is the ghost and specters, entities and everything that are over the, the material gives you more options, gives you more space to create a very fantastic thing. So I don't think I have a favorite. I I think I I need a, a nice story. That's the important for me. And you also, we had talked about it a little bit. I'd like to get back to that. Um, what's it? like working on such a legendary film um, like it and being part of this the upcoming sequel as well was it intimidating at all to to be working on such this you know this um uh well, I mean, title yeah no no um i'm doing last 13 years uh horror and science fiction movies so that's my work i'm doing a lot of time so uh, working in a movie of horror 
it's not intimidating for me at all. But uh, yeah, that's when you are in a big project in a something so big, you 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 take that uh, with so much respect and so much love because I loved as as a fan more than a, an actor because I, I I've been all my life a, a a compulsive consumer of of cinema. I, I love all the same fiction and horror movies since I'm a child. I I remember the first time I saw the the first trailer of uh, the old It uh, with uh, Tim Curley. I remember how scared I was with this trailer. How, um, and so for me was not only for the book, uh, for the, the movie. The movie was for me very important in my childhood. So was amazing, happy. I was a long time ago waiting to start wait, uh, working in it because I met uh, Andy Muschietti, the director on MAMA. And we've been talking about that, about it uh, time before he started shooting. So, I was ready and happy, and I couldn't wait uh, to start doing whatever. So was a little part, but was very, very nice to be part of of this remake. You know, always when somebody start making a a remake of something so special like that movie, you have a, a little of fear or respect because as you, as you are a, a fan you know that it's dangerous. It's something that a lot of people loves. And if you are not giving that these people likes, you will receive a lot of critics and a lot of uh, hits. <laughs> so in this way, this time, Andy Muschietti make, make a, made a very nice and complete and fun movie. So we've been more than happy and it's amazing how the people reacted and well we're doing the second chapter uh, more relaxed uh, in the way that we know the people loves what we are doing but uh, not relaxed uh, at all uh, i mean we are working hard because we love and because we know a lot of people is going to 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 see the movie and they are waiting and we want to give them more than in the first something more special with more nice moments and and will will be for sure i'm, I'm going to tell you the truth and you had mentioned it how it's it's so dangerous to make a remake i haven't seen the remake yet because i want to wait until the second one is out and I want to watch them uh -huh. both together, you know, kind of like the first. Ah, yes. I want to rewatch the first one, watch both of the second ones together. That that's yeah. how I I because okay. I'm scared. I'm scared, like because it's it's such a like you said a huge, yeah, yeah. huge movie. I mean, one of the biggest. And I don't know, I don't want it ruined for me. But I heard such good things. I was like, okay, I'm gonna wait for the second one, and I'm gonna just double it. Yeah, I I learned in all these years because I'm forty forty one. I'm 41 since in the last week, but uh, I've been uh, a, a big fan of a lot of movies, and I saw how a lot of people made uh, reboots and remakes, and 
I suffered a lot of these ones, but I can tell you that, uh, as you sure know, um, the expectatives are always dangerous, are always dangerous. We, we need something perfect and never is going to be perfect. So we need to be more relaxed and try to, to enjoy and that's all because uh, it's very hard, very hard, very hard to, to do something at the same level because there are, we are rebooting the best movies we did in the past, the best movies. And they are not only good movies, are good movies that were growing in our, our hearts. So now there are, now there are movies very, very big, even bigger than they really are, because we made it grow in, inside our minds, inside our hearts. But the fact is I was very, very relaxed, not waiting so much in it. And everybody was surprised uh, that was very complete, have everything we, we need to be very happy. And I, I think you will enjoy it for sure. Before no matter if you see now, but I, I appreciate what you're doing because it's a, a good deal to see both together. Yeah, I want to see your whole story entirely. And, you know, because that's kind of what the original was kind of two movies worth. But before I get into my next question, I believe you and I share a birthday. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jul- uh, July 30th. 30th of July? Yep. Yeah, yes, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I was looking at that. I said, holy <laughs> yes. crap, look at this. Yeah, uh, good. <laughs> Great day. Amazing. Great day. <laughs> yeah, yes. Big guys. Uh, <laughs> Big people. That's right. <laughs> Joey Keen, the girl that uh, it's one of the girls in Slenderman. Mm-hmm. It's the same day. Really? The same day. Yes. Well, damn. So <laughs> it's lucky, lucky, yeah. And we've been, it's curious, because we've been working in two different uh, sagas. Uh-huh. I mean, like it, uh, she worked in Conjuring mm-hmm. in the first one, and I worked in the second one. So it's some curious yeah. uh, information. You know, I like these uh, little stuff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, you talked about it. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to to see see the whole thing um the the filming for this project how is that going are you guys you know is is anything different you said it was a little more relaxed which is great yes it's relaxing the way that we know that the people loves what we're doing so it makes you work more happy more emotionally with emotion with happiness and with a kind of help of relax uh, uh, so but anyway everything is a little different because now they are the the big guys the, the when they grow the, the the guys of the the losers the loser now it's uh, uh, big guys uh, they are different uh, it's more an adult uh, movie but uh, they are we have the little guys too so it, i think it's it's going to be more not not the same 
I think it's going to be more fun and more scary and and, and I think it's it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a pity. Uh, meanwhile, we've been doing this second part, this chapter two. I, I've been thinking how pity is the movie has only two chapters because I think we are going everybody to finish wanting more, uh, helping more, uh, uh, hoping more. But, well, we need to speak with uh, Stephen King yeah. and ask him for for the third chapter. Right. <laughs> that, that would be because, you know, the one thing about the original, the ending was kind of eh. To me, yeah. anyway. To me, I, the ending was all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe a third chapter to really close that door once and for all would, would. Oh, would be amazing. Ah, there you go. See, you got a pretty good idea there. Yes, it's uh, if he was happy with with the first movie uh, that Andy did, uh, so yeah, we will try. <laughs> we will try to ask him for the third chapter. Are you are you aware of how? Um, how involved Stephen King was because you know there's a lot of people say he was big involved the other was like you know an approval thing so did you have any idea of his involvement no uh, I, I know he in the first movie I knew more I heard about he was uh, speaking with Andy sometimes and he saw the movie finish it and he was happy of that but not much. I know nothing else mm-hmm. about no. Well, before uh, Javier, we we appreciate you coming on. Before we let you go, though, uh, we have to ask you: What is your favorite horror movie of all time? Well, it's hard to choose only one. I always say that the eighties mm-hmm. was the moment of the the big nice movies. Uh, Sometimes have happened something special in horror movies, but I think the the golden age was in the 18s. I agree. And for me, was the the age I started seeing movie that was not only horror movies, was nice movies, big movies that scares people, like uh, The Shining, like. Uh, the old man, like Exorcist, uh, was big movies about the scary stories. Not like you know now, you can see a horror movie, and it's only a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's like something very concrete, very specialized. But in the eighties, those movies were like. Uh, Big stories, uh, dramas, and all that. With drama, with uh, yes, with a mix of everything, more complex and more real uh, stories that uh, have some scary points, uh, but not it's only a story movie, uh, a uh, horror movie. That now a lot of movies looks like are done uh, like a. a Product mm-hmm. only to scare, only to till the first second to the last moment. The only thing the story needs is to give you some scare moments, 
and doesn't matter really uh, the story as uh, you know is is it's hard to explain, but I think you understand. I know exactly what you mean because I say that all the time, and you know, you, it, some it's like characters are just props now, and that's you mm, can't. Yeah. It's not you can make a good movie out of that, but you're never going to make something lasting. Yes, uh, for me, it's not nice to work in this business and to be part of the 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 movies. I love the movies. I love the creatures, but a lot of times I read. Uh, screenplays and I lose a little of uh, um, motivation uh, of doing some movies because a lot of uh, screenplays are the same are always the same thing with different monsters mm-hmm. so and I, I miss these, these stories the 80s uh, movies so yes it's hard for me to choose i mean they always say the same uh, the omen the the shining the exorcist um, maybe the first one of uh, elm street mm-hmm. is one of the most important in my childhood too i agree and that's that was and I, I like the film like since we're talking about storylines that's what i liked about mama you know, Mama was a you know storyline-based film too, and that was really well done as well. Yes, it's a movie that has more, and and, and I like that. Yes, I like. Yeah. Was the um, I know it started out as a short film. Um, was the short film um, person in, heavily involved in the in the feature film? In the story, uh, in the short film of Mama. Yes. Was the but, short filmmaker um, involved in the feature-length film? I, I met Andy when he was uh, uh, sharing in all the festivals uh, his short. So he have uh, already done the, the short. So mm-hmm. And after that, he started speaking with me about he was trying to to push the project to, to make the movie. Um, I, I start working with him when when Guillermo del Toro finally uh, came to the project and start making it uh, a real uh, project. So it was uh, like one year before we shoot in, in Toronto. Oh, all right. Um, well, Javier, I I can't thank you enough for coming coming on with us. Um, Slenderman that you're starring in uh, August 10th, and I think the yeah. the new It movie has like some September 2019 release yeah. date. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> we, we'll be waiting on that. We should wait. Oh yeah. No, we I I'm waiting here in Toronto in in other different project. I can speak about uh, very much detail, but mm-hmm. I'm doing something in the new season of uh, Star Trek. Ah. Uh, I'm doing something, little part in, in a new production of Guillermo del Toro, called Scary Stories. Uh, we are uh, waiting to re- re- release in October, I think. Uh, Mara mm-hmm. is another scary uh, movie. Uh, uh, with Olga Kurilenko, uh, and well, there's another 
other projects that there I've been working this last year. Uh, but well, I can speak very much. I can, yeah. but it's everything I can do. I can say. Yeah, There's definitely a lot you got going on. Well, hopefully we can have you on again. You know, when these projects are are getting out and we can talk more about them. Uh-huh. Great. But um, yes. Yeah. Let everybody know where they can get in touch with you. I mean, Twitter, wherever, whatever you got. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I used to uh, see Instagram more than other things. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I check the Twitter, but a little Facebook, but no, I'm uh, mainly in on Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's your? Do you want to give out your Instagram tag or? Well, I think it's easy if you use my name, okay. it's, but it's Javier Botet. I think it appears. There you go. It's J-B-O-T-E-T. J-B-O-T-E-T is the, my Instagram. Okay. J-B-O-T-E-T. Okay. Well, I have, again, Javier, I, I can't thank you enough. We had so much fun, and thank you for everything yeah. you shared with us. Yes, I appreciate uh, your time. It was great. <laughs> no problem. It's my, my pleasure, and... It's good to, to talk with you. We are back. We are back. And I hope mm. you guys enjoyed that. That shit was awesome, man. Yeah. I yeah. was like talking to makeup artists. Well, not, let me rephrase that. Not makeup artists, but people have to wear their, their, their work pretty much, you know. <laughs> That's still, you still didn't say that right. Try it again. People have to wear their work. Yeah, these artists create, you know, these face, uh, uh, these masks and headgear and, you know, all that stuff. And they got to wear it. I'm right the second time. Mm. Part of the... No, that still wasn't right, but I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, it sounded like you went through a lot for the Slender Man because it is a faceless character, you know. And I always wondered how hard it would be for the actor to do something like that where it hinders their movements or or their expressions but you know he admitted that it's a lot of you know the way you move and the way you um i guess the silhouette of the character and stuff like that that really gives him that flavor that it needs you know without it having the expression on the face and other characters you know i watch face off i missed this season and a lot of last season but i used to watch it you know every episode actually my grandmother Loves face off. She turned me on to it. So <laughs> shout out to grandma. Yeah, yeah, man. My grandma goes now. Oh, walking. Granny. Hell yeah. yeah. Granny. Bigger Walking Dead fan than me. <laughs> Don't play with grandma. <laughs> you want to talk about it too? She was excited that we were going to talk to Javier today because you know, yeah, she's a big, a big Aww. Stephen King fan. And anyway, so um, shit. Where the hell was I going with that? I don't know. Makeup effects. Oh yeah. So she turned me on to face off, and I always sit there and watch and go god these poor people that have to sit in these things mm -hmm. and it's gotta suck because i'll walk around on halloween wear a mask for like a half hour not not even like 20 minutes and be, be done. i'm done with it i'm like okay yeah. i wore i carry it the rest of the night like yeah i'm done i don't like it anything on my face and i don't like that shit so to do it throughout scenes and sit and make up with this part of it on that part of it on mm -hmm. and it's a it's a it's a talent, I think, because that takes a lot of patience. Yeah, and one of one of the as you're saying that, it makes me think about like another one that I always wondered how he did it, but it was 
the Grinch. You know, Jim Carrey was dressed in all of that, and it was just like, oh my gosh, and the big contacts, like I've seen videos before, you know, some of the things that they have to go through to make it look so great is really a lot more than the viewer will ever realize. Give Jim Carrey a call. Yeah, okay. Come on. (laughs) You think we can get Jim Carrey? (laughs) Let's try so we can talk about the Grinch. Hell yeah, talk about the Grinch. We'll talk about the mask. We'll talk about, um, ah, shit, uh, Liar Liar. You can do the claw. Mm. (laughs) The claw. The claw. (laughs) And what the hell else, Steve? I don't know. We talk about Um, a lot of things. (laughs) Oh, I would fucking, I would mark out if we got Jim Carrey. Oh, uh, 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 the Riddler. Talk about a Riddler. Oh, yeah. Best Riddler, hands down. Yeah, yeah. All, he's he's done so many good things. Shout out to damn it, Batman, kind of entering her realm. But anyway, damn it, call, call Jim Carrey dismay. Okay. Call his I'll people, call. Jim Carrey, if you're listening, which there's no <laughs> fucking chance in the world you are. Hot mod. Come on, flash the radio. Jim Carrey's the man. Yeah. Jim Carrey's the man. But anyway, so. Anyway, yeah. That, I don't know. This, uh, I, I am, I, again, we're filming this before, you know, the movie comes out, but I, we did our research, obviously. We had Javier coming on. We looked into everything we could. I didn't see anywhere, you know, kind of focusing on uh, Victor Serge's involvement in this. Like, I, I knew mm-hmm. he was credited as, um, uh, you know, character, based on character by, and he was credited but you really don't know, like, you know, Stephen King and certain things. You don't know how much the, these bigger names are involved with things when they're they're listed on there. Not that he's a huge name, but anyway, centerpiece. Yeah. It's important to have the people, Hell yeah. the right people involved. You know, we've said that before that, you know, it, it takes the right people to be involved, especially when it's... um based off someone's story it's important to have them on board and and give some kind of guidance this movie really and i've said it before but the the slender man character really does intrigue me because we get so many different variations because you know people spin off it it's become such a big character and popular and you know you don't know what's what like what is he who is he what does he do right and this movie couldn't have been brought together in a better way because you got a a guy like javier who is you know he does characters like these he understands mm-hmm. the important how important the movements are and 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 all that shit and then you got the the creator of the story who they're working hand in hand and and bringing what he's supposed to be to light okay yeah excited. i think um yeah they're going a very good direction with that and it seems like they they took the time you know, to really focus on that part of it and to do it justice, you know. And um, so, yeah, he he's very satisfied, it seems, with the character and, and being in this movie. So it'll be great to see finally see him on screen and see how he tackles the role himself. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hopefully by this is, by the time this is out, I'm going to have seen it already. <laughs> and then I'm going to okay. want to record about it again. I don't want to talk about that you, you kiss my say. ass okay i'm not gonna go into it but you let's just say kiss my that ass. he has a ah, bad track record ah, ah. i'm just gonna say i'm just saying that. what did I'm you promise it. me i could talk about on the outro okay no that's fine this but is I have a, to get that little tidbit out first i'm glad you did and this is a perfect time dismay okay. made a bet <laughs>
I don't remember what the hell the bet was at this point. What I was do. it? What was it? It was. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, let's not yeah. get into it. Okay. Dismay made a bet. We're not gonna get into what it was, but she lost the bet. Now, remember once upon a time when Dismay first made her fucking appearance on this show? Death of me ever since. But she made me cash in on a bet that she had won. And I had yeah. to make, um, I had to falsify the truth and flat out lie due to mm-hmm. her, the statement I had to make. And Dismay's okay. had to do the if same thing. It's not false. For it was one. false. It was false. And two, you lost a bet fair and square, so you can't be mad at me for what I had you say. <laughs> I mean, you owed it to me, so. You can't be mad at me for what I'm going to make you say. She's not going to say it today, folks. I'm sorry. I know that is a super disappointment. But just know, the only reason it hasn't been done yet is because I haven't found the perfect way to make dismay <laughs> look like the biggest ass I can. And I, I only have so many boundaries to where I could go, so I got to fucking make this shit work. Yeah, okay. It's I don't think be it perfect. gets better than the one I gave you. Oh. Like, that was pure gold. Oh. Pure gold. Dismay. Pure gold. Yeah. I'm better at wording things than you. You know that. So but when it comes to, to profanity, mm-hmm. I got a doctorate. Okay. So, and and, and that's all I'm going to say. No, it's fair. Best and, to be ready. You know what? And I'm going to man up to it the first time, unlike somebody else did. You know, they messed with the audio and act like there was something going on that it wasn't. Just so he could get out of it a week. But um, I'm just going to step up and, you know, and do it. Like a man would. Like a man should. What'd you say? Dismay! <laughs> what? See how you're talking is. about? See how immature you Oh, you're back. See how immature? See how immature you? Look. He's still, he's still salty after all this time about that statement. Still salty. I'm not still. salty at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you just mentioned it, that it's been the death of you ever since. Dismay? So, yeah. How do you feel about Texas Chainsaw Stop Massacre? It. I know you. I see your sound effect. <laughs> it's, it's not my favorite. Why don't you pay, play your squeal? Go ahead. All right, guys. This is it for uh, Slasher Radio this week. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Mikey's Dead. You can catch the yeah. podcast at Slasher Radio. Give us a follow. Go to the website slasherradio.com. Dismay. Where can they catch you? I'm scared to say because you know how Bones is with everything, but it must be done. So you can find me at dismay zero zero. Bullset. <laughs> You're in a bullset. Just, just as I thought. Uh, you We're know, I can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't win. I can't win with this guy. So. Where the balls at? <laughs> He's still going. Oh jeez. Somebody's outside my house screaming some shit. It's me. Where that ball set? <laughs> Fucker. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Javier, thank you again so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Um, check out Slender Man out in theaters right fucking now. Came out August 10th. Go get you some. Be on the lookout for all the the It updates. It, uh, what, what are they calling it? It Chapter 2. And, uh... Um. That's what it's called. That's what it's called, motherfucker. Okay. 
Would you like to make another bet? I didn't think so. Good night, Slasher Radio. It's all the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.